Hello, this is Mon on the Good Girl Unleashed podcast. Today I want to talk about projection. This has been a major theme for me for the past hmm, about six weeks. I've been going quite deep with this. Um, I shared a blog post today on just one kind of layer of this and just in sharing that the reflection of just how deep this process has been and how much I have received from it and I only really shared a glimpse in this blog post but so incredibly powerful so I invite you to go and check that out and have a read and see how that feels for you see what comes up there there may be a little something in there for to support you on your journey So I want to go a little bit deeper on this. So on the blog post I shared about a recent experience for me with coming into a greater awareness on how much I've actually been projecting without even realizing. It's quite incredible when you're doing this work consistently how you can still miss these subtleties, these layers that are like right in front of you and until you're ready to really see that to go into those wounds those deeper parts of yourself and really heal and witness and be open with compassion because sometimes if we were to see these things before we're ready we could go into spirals and cycles of judgment, self-criticism, self-hate and really putting ourselves down and we can get really stuck in some deep dark holes. So as this has been coming to light for me, I've realized just how much work I've really done and how much I've been able to shift and transform in order to create the space within me to hold space, to deepen my capacity to hold that kind of space, to see, witness, receive, feel, heal and to really take the self-responsibility needed in order to move through and navigate this experience. So I I have been sharing a little bit about intention setting and how powerful that practice is. I started kind of playing and exploring with intention setting probably about eight years ago and I never really understood what I was doing or the power of it like I kind of just I heard about the law of attraction I read the secret and I started to play with it but I didn't really know what I was doing and it felt like it wasn't really working the law of attraction wasn't working for me I couldn't control my reality and what was actually happening was I was kind of stuck in the the iceberg theory around where you've kind of got your conscious mind as the tip of the iceberg and then your subconscious is like that big iceberg that you can't really see beneath the water. And so I had so much stuff inside, so many programs running, so many deep core wounds of beliefs that were really controlling my reality. So I was creating, the law of attraction was working, but working in a different way like my subconscious was running the show and so I had to take quite a long well I ended up taking quite a long journey to understand this and to unravel this and to heal and to get to a point where I actually felt safe to feel in order to heal I would either I was trying 
a lot to, to kind of do the work but not really do the work so I was keeping a lot of it in my head like I was doing reading books and doing programs and attending seminars and different things but I kept all this knowledge in my head because that's where I felt safe I never really embodied it practiced it really brought it into my physical being and I was never really consistent with the practices that were going to support me to move forward because in order to do so I had to feel some pretty challenging things that were really overwhelming and may have been too much for me at the time. But what I found as everything on my journey has happened really divinely to support me to where I am today and when I got to the point where I was really ready to feel I went so deep and I my healing just took a, a whole nother level. So when I started to go much deeper with my intention setting, which was really about nine months where I was like, I don't know, something kind of shifted for me. Something really landed and I was like, I'm going to, I was doing my online membership at the time, The Flying Spirit. And I felt really called to bring in monthly themes. And what I found is as I brought in these monthly themes, it really directed the journey and guided the journey for that particular month for each of us in the group. And we all had our own unique experiences, but it was quite magical how aligned that theme was. And so I started to really go deep with these themes of what I was feeling called to journey within. So it wasn't coming from an ego space of this is what I want to do, this is what I'm going to control, this is how it's going to go. It was more of like there's this theme of surrender or there's this theme of reflection. I'm going to go with that and open up to be guided within that. So there was no expectation, no attachment of how the journey was going to go, but simply an intention of this is what I'm feeling called to go into this month. And so this last month, I set the intention for myself to heal and release resentment. And this was what was just divinely, intuitively coming up for me. Of I felt this resentment physically in my body. And usually for me, when you're starting to feel like there's actually, it's actually in your body, it can start to manifest in disease or illness or some sort of ailment. And I really felt it in my body probably just before it was about to manifest physically because I have been working on my connection to my body, my physicality, my energy, my emotions, all of these things. And so I'm able now to receive the subtle notes before something were to get out of hand where it goes into quite an intense manifestation where we've got to do a lot more healing and deep work. But because I've been doing so much internal work consistently, I'm able to tap into those subtle notes. And so what came up for me was like, there's some resentment here. I can actually taste the poison of this resentment in my body. And I came in with a, with a curiosity of like, oh, I'm ready to go into this. I'm ready to release this now. I've been with it for many years. Like the resentment has been building and building and I knew it has been there, but I wasn't ready to go into it. And as the 
month unfolded, I realized just how deep this went and why I wasn't ready previously and why I was ready now. And so I set this intention and I let it go. And it's quite fascinating. I'm always surprised when I let go how powerful the journey is when I'm not trying to control everything. And so Liam and I and little Theo were on the road and I find when we're on the road it's like this psychedelic experience and all these incredible insights happen and it's just out of this world what happens when we're on tour. And so at this point we were at in Omaru and I had some other things that were kind of like coming up and I was flowing through and what I had been feeling was a lot of pain and suffering around the statements I was making in relation to my relationship with Liam and how I felt about him and what I thought he was doing, what he wasn't doing, how he should be, what he should be doing, what it means when he does this, what it means when he doesn't do that. And I my, my focus for quite some time had been on him and how he wasn't showing up for me. I couldn't rely on him. I couldn't trust him and therefore I was not willing to open my heart and let him in. And my coping mechanism is to go into overanalyzing, overplanning and escaping. So I started to go into how am I going to escape this relationship? What do I need to do? How am I going to make it as a solo mum? And it was quite an emotionally charged experience. And so when I'm emotionally charged and I'm going into these kind of thought patterns, I know that there's something deeper and it's not the absolute truth. So I, I felt within my being of, it's not that I actually want to leave the relationship, but for whatever reason, there's something that I'm avoiding feeling. And so I'm looking for an escape. And it's quite deep because I'm blaming someone else. I'm projecting onto someone else. And I started to see how I was projecting. And for so long, I had been holding on to the belief that it's Liam's fault that I don't trust or rely on him. It's his actions or lack of action that's creating this distrust and this feeling of needing to protect by closing down my heart and looking for these escapes but every time that I moved through the emotional charge I would always come out the other side and realize it had nothing to do with him but it was like a journey of taking it layer by layer, step by step, so that I could go to those depths without being overwhelmed and shutting down. And so at this point, it was like a, a huge revelation and unraveling, a like massive aha moment for me. And there is quite a few layers to this where it wasn't just an all of a sudden it popped up. There was a building up to this experience. So... I share in my blog post around my journey of lacking the commitment to myself and having these big dreams but never following through 
always abandoning myself and running away and shutting down and letting the fear overwhelm and overcome me. I would get back up and I would fall back down. Recently I did one of Tony Robbins five day challenges and he spoke about an experience of his where he started to bring in incantations into his life and how powerful that was. This really touched me deeply and I felt the urge to go across the road to the park and run around the entire oval. I needed to run, I needed to move my energy. Usually when I run around the oval, it's not a huge oval, but it's, it's a good size. But usually when I run around, I'll sprint and then I'll slow down, walk for a bit, then I'll start running again, then I'll walk and slow down, then I'll run again. And what I realized was that this is how I lived my life. I'd get excited, I'd get a new idea, a new dream, and I'd start to plan and get and visualize and get excited and get all the things in place. And then when it got to the point that I actually had to take the action that was going to create this dream, the fear, the anxiety, the feelings of not good enough, the beliefs, the wounds would all come up and be so overwhelming that I would shut down and run away. I would get back up. Get excited about something new. Yep, this one's going to work. Same thing would happen again. Me running around the oval, I never realized when I would run, walk, run, walk, stop, start, was actually a reflection of how I was living my life. And so I, when I went across to the oval this day, I was like, I am running this entire oval and I started to repeat affirmations within my mind as I ran. And as I felt my body wanting to slow down, it literally felt like this was like powering down. I was like, why is my body slowing down? Like I'm going for this. And I just kept running. I ran the entire oval and I got to the end of the oval. I dropped to my, literally dropped to my knees and bawled my eyes out. And now it wasn't about running this oval. Like, if we just think about running the oval, it wasn't really that big of an achievement. But for what, what it was really about was a breaking of that cycle, of that pattern that was holding me back and keeping me small. It was a breaking free, a liberation. And that's what brought me to my knees. <sighs> I love that story. Um and then from there, I did another event of Tony Robbins and they were talking about the cold water immersions. And I had, I have been aware of the cold water immersions and the power of it, but not really gone into it. And so after this particular event, I was like, you know, what, I'm going to start to do cold showers every morning. And I'm still doing those cold showers. This was toward the end of March. And for anyone that knows me, I don't like the cold. <laughs> I've never been good with cold. I'm from Perth where it was 40 degree heat days and it would drop below like 25 and a cool breeze would make me cold. Then I moved to New Zealand and I wouldn't get in the water because it was just like that's freaking freezing. Even in summer on the hottest day, no. <laughs> and so this was massive for me to have cold showers. And I would start with my hot shower and then have anywhere between... 20 seconds to a minute and I would kind of just vary but as long as I did the cold water sh um, cold shower it was like yep yeah, okay we're done but in doing that I have received so many insights from this experience because it's almost like it's breaking me out of my comfort zone 
it's another level of liberation and power and the energy that pulsates through my body when I'm just like yep cold or when I first started I would kind of like oh I don't really need to do it today I'm just gonna have a cozy day and stay warm and I was like no as soon as I had that thought it was like straight to the cold now I've got to do this and it was like this deep level of commitment that I've never experienced before it was like nah now you're doing it and it was straight to the cold and I would just be this layer all this experience of liberation would come through my body and it was so so powerful and this led to the first time that I ever really felt resonated experienced when people talk about 21 days to make a habit where it gets to the point where it's actually harder not to do it than it is to just do it I never really believed that because I could do things for 21 days and then easily quit just as fast this is the first time where it was so deep of what I made this experience mean about me of like now I've I'm ex- like expressing the commitment to myself through having these cold showers. If I don't do this, I'll feel like a failure or I'll feel like, see, you couldn't do it. See, you're not worthy. You're, you can't commit. You can't like those thought patterns would start to rise and disempower me. So by having my cold shower, I feel empowered. I feel ready for the day. I feel energized. I'm feeling like incredible and all these insights are flying through. I'm like, I don't want to give that up. And it propels me forward. And so this was really the first time that I felt a deep sense of commitment to myself. I can rely on myself. I am rebuilding the trust within myself and this was so deeply healing that it led to the experience earlier um, last month where I realized the projection I was putting on to Liam around I can't rely on you I can't trust you I haven't been able to rely on myself I haven't been able to trust myself because I kept giving up on myself I kept abandoning myself But I didn't know how to take self-responsibility for that because it came with a lot of pain. A lot of anger, a lot of resentment, a lot of grief. Deep, deep pain that I've been holding within me for years and years and years that I was not aware of. And for me, the reason I was projecting this onto the one I hold most dearly and love so deeply was because... This is the first person that I've ever felt safe to be myself around. The first person that when I shut down and lost my voice when we first started dating, he stuck around. He didn't abandon me. He didn't judge me for it. And when we've gone through all these different challenges, he stuck by me. And so on a subconscious level, I knew he would stick by me through this. And so I'm projecting and projecting and saying sometimes hurtful things or thinking hurtful things and to realize that it wasn't anything to do with him was such a relief within my being, within my soul, within my heart and it released so much pressure 
off of myself, off of Liam, off of our relationship and our family, for me to have this revelation. And I shared this with him and just completely broke down crying. My heart just felt so open and raw, but in such a beautiful way. And that really felt like probably the biggest shift within our relationship that really opened us up to the relationship that we've both been visualizing and sensing and feeling that was possible from the very beginning but we're stuck in knowing how to break through to tap into that potential so it was incredibly powerful to to realize that resentment that I had toward him was actually resentment toward myself for not showing up for me for so many years, but also empowering because I'm now showing up for me. I am now putting myself first and listening to my needs, following my dreams and supporting others to do the same. And that is so incredibly Uh, powerful and I'm so honored and so blessed and so grateful to be kind of like that pop out the other side of like when are things gonna change how much more work do I have to do to start living my dreams like uh, so much frustration and to finally be here is like oh my god (laughs) thank you and so I share this and with the intention that it will support you wherever you are at in your journey I also want to share, um, like this was really just the beginning of this kind of particular journey and experience. Like that was really the first couple of weeks of the month. There was actually another revelation of projection that came through. Of of another statement that I was making toward Liam again poor soul (laughs) Um, that he wasn't supporting me he wasn't showing up for me he wasn't there for me I was doing all of these things by myself um, and I wanted him to show up more within the business as well And this particular layer of projection, so there was quite a few different layers that that showed up throughout the past six weeks, but this one's quite fresh in my mind and in my heart, which showed up actually last night, um, around wanting him to do these different things. And what I realized, again, it was a projection And what I was really wanting was the support from myself, from within. I have been feeling quite an intense energy around my heart space. This armor, this shield that I've been clearing quite a lot of layers around my heart. And... 
it was coming up quite strong like quite one of those deeper layers where I'm like I've been doing so much work that I'm finally getting to those deeper core layers and there was this really really intense feeling where I've been feeling quite shut down um, and closed off and I was like this is quite interesting like just becoming curious about it without wronging it or trying to force it and what I realized is I was what I felt I was shutting off from him as a protection of this relationship isn't working I've got to find my escape actually I was escaping from myself from a deep wound around self-hate which really became apparent when I was listening to a book by Teal Swan, How to Love Yourself. And I realized that there are still some lingering layers of self-hate. And what I found really powerful about this, it was something that I was avoiding because it made me feel like an imposter. That... I was being inauthentic in the work that I do because I am still experiencing layers of self-hate. That there, that I was failing in some way. That I wasn't in my right to support others on their journey to self-love because I still had work to do. And I found that really powerful when I had this revelation and this awareness of what I was avoiding feeling. And when I came into acceptance of these layers of these lingering feelings of self-hate there was this deep sense of peace and relief within my being because I was no longer resisting my feelings and I had a bit of emotion coming through I was able to really feel those emotions of not being good enough of the imposter of the self-hate of the different things that were within me and I had this huge release and I came into acceptance and I've not felt that level of inner peace probably ever before and when I came into that acceptance and stopped resisting feeling the self-hate I opened the space for an even deeper level of healing an even deeper level of self-love to just allow myself to validate my own feelings and to feel them. And so what I realized was the self-hate that I was holding within me, I was projecting out. I was seeing that the ha- I was projecting the hate toward others of it must be them that I hate. And then kind of going into guilt and shame around how could I hate someone that's wrong. So I was wronging myself. And then because of the shame, I would shut down even more. And I created this shield around my heart that got so intense that I came into quite a deep curiosity around it of what is this? And it took me into an even deeper layer. So you can see how often I talk about how are these onions And we peel back a layer and we reveal another one and we go deeper and we go deeper. And sometimes it can feel like we're going through the same thing again and again and again. 
but it's actually a deeper layer of that thing. So it's never the same, there's sometimes just very subtle differences. And we go deeper and deeper, allowing for more healing, more growth, more expansion, more peace, more bliss, more joy. Because in this experience, I've come out the other side with a deep sense of peace, an open heart, so much joy and relief and life in my being. Because when we resist one emotion and when we kind of suppress, we're using so much energy to hold that energy in that we don't have a lot of energy left to do the things we really love to do. When we shut off one emotion, we shut off others and it's really hard to feel joy or peace or love. And like I said, that kind of shield that started to build around my heart prevented me from feeling open, open to receive, feeling good, feeling joy, feeling connection. I've been lacking connection with myself and others because I've been resisting feeling that self-hate because in resisting if I felt that it would have meant this so a powerful question you can ask yourself is what am I making this mean about me for me I was making the self-hate mean that I was an imposter and a failure I didn't have the right to be doing the work that I'm doing but that's not the truth That was a belief, a limiting belief. And when I allowed myself to just feel my feelings, it all shifted. And I'm feeling more expansive, more of an open heart, more joy, more love for myself. I allow myself to feel self-hate and it sounds counterintuitive. It sounds contradicting of how do you allow yourself to feel self-hate and self-love at the same time and it's, Allowing the space to just be with whatever you're feeling. To validate your own feelings. And so within that, so last night what I realized when it was actually Liam and I were just having a beautiful evening and he was sharing some things and he was like, so you want me to be... Um, to do more or to be in support of more or like we started to kind of go into that conversation around what I've been asking from him and in that moment I realized actually I never wanted you to do any of that stuff I was just projecting resenting creating suffering for myself trying to control my world to create safety And I was like, I never actually wanted your help because I didn't feel safe to fully let you in to receive support. I always wanted to do it all on my own because I wanted to be in control. And I wanted things to blame or to resent as a way to avoid feeling my deepest, darkest shadows feelings emotions and the different things I was holding within and to have that kind of revelation I was like whoa (laughs) a whole new level of self-responsibility of like uh, I was never really allowing you to come into my space into my heart because I wasn't allowing myself to come into my heart 
I had to open my heart to me first. And on this journey of understanding how I've been projecting and blaming, resisting, I've been able to open my heart and let myself back in, to let myself out of the cold, out of the doghouse and be like, hey, come on home. Let's reconnect. Let's love all over ourselves and fill our cup. And in doing so, I'm overflowing with love, with joy. I'm in a state of peace. And I'm able to feel that safety within myself of I've got me. I'm so supported. I am so loved from within that now I feel safe to let others in. To let those that I love most, my partner, my little boy, I've been not fully letting them into my heart because I haven't known how to receive that amount of love because I never felt that I received it growing up and so I never knew how to give it to myself and I didn't feel safe to feel that amount of love I was receiving from them and I would block it out it didn't feel safe because it could be ripped away I had to find it within me first and this is a continuous journey This isn't the first time that I have found love within. It's just at a deeper level. I've been on my journey from self-hate to self-love for eight years. And I've had so many of these revelations where I have experienced profound joy, love, bliss, peace, pleasure. But it has taken years of doing that internal work to get deeper and deeper and deeper. And because I have been in such incredible pain and such such deep self-hate, and I found a way to crawl my way out, to find my voice, to reconnect with myself, and the ability to take it deeper and continue the work it's it's not that I've kind of let go of there's a destination there's a finish point to it to realizing that it is a continuous journey and this is just the next layer of my journey and I'm sure there's going to be more there's going to be more levels of this these experiences of love there's going to be more experiences of resistance and fear of going into deeper emotions. But with this self-built safety, this remembrance of who I am, my worthiness, the ability to love myself and support myself through this journey, I know that I can go to those levels and I don't need to rush it, I don't need to force it. I can flow with it and when there's resistance I can be with that when there's frustration I can be with that if there's more layers of self-hate or shadows or pain to come through I can be with that it's a muscle we're building muscle here emotional strength 
physical strength, energetic strength, spiritual strength. And we're taking it one step at a time. I want to leave you with this quote, which I share quite often. I find it really powerful and it really helps me on my journey. Especially when we're not sure what to do next or where we're at or how we're going to get through this. Go as far as you can see. And when you get there, you'll see further. Just take one step. What's one thing you can do for yourself in this moment to support you in navigating whatever is coming up for you? I want to thank you so much for listening, for being here, for being on your journey, for having the courage and the strength to take these next steps, to be where you are, to feel what you're feeling, to be here on this earth plane. You are so loved, so valued, so supported. And if you feel that you need support, a deeper level of support on your journey, I would love nothing more than to to support you. So we do have our next The Sacred Art of Loving Yourself six-week online program coming up in November. I will share the link below and if that's something you feel is calling you, something that you're ready to embark on to do that deep internal work for yourself, I invite you to join us to start creating that internal safety for yourself and to begin healing your heart so that you feel like you can open your heart to receive that unconditional love from within you because it's there it's always been there and you're worthy of it i'm sending you so much love today thank you for being here